1: Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Ed. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you?
2: I am fantastic. How are you doing today, Christina?
1: I'm doing great. Now, let me see if I got your name right. Is it Edward Madongare?
2: Close. Yeah. With the, the ah, I need the thing.
1: extra Ray in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so grateful to have you here. You're the CEO and co-founder of moon ultra, which is a fabulous product. I know it's going to help a lot of our audience, but you have a very inspirational story behind your product, uh, as well as working in tech before that you worked as, in marketing and Comcast developed e-learning programs and pioneered video email marketing uh, process at Cisco, some top companies we know there. So, you know, I'd love, and you shared with me before our interview, your inspirational story. What even got you to think about creating um, Moon Ultra? Share that Share that little story with our audience. We'd love to hear it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, a, a big portion of that inspiration was my son. Uh, my wife and I have a, uh, a son uh, who's, who's autistic. And when we found out he had autism, uh, it was really important for us to make sure that we We were able to capture really great moments. I sort of had this epiphany that one day, everything will click for him and he's gonna ask questions like, how did we get here, wherever here was at the time? Uh, And you know, as adults, you forget, you go through life every day and you're not gonna remember everything. So we thought, if we capture everything, photos, videos, we're gonna be able to actually point to a moment in time and show it to him. And what ended up happening is we, because of that epiphany, we started taking a ton of content, a ton of photos, and they were always great in the daytime, terrible when it was darker at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And just one night, you know, a fateful night in a restaurant, it was super dark. My wife tried to get a photo and she struggled because it was really dim in there. And she sort of challenged me and said, well, why don't you come up with something? Uh, you know, my history in cinematography, I've been around enough lights and cameras. She figured maybe I have a solution. Uh, and in that moment, I was sort of like, all right, I'm up for the challenge. Took both of our phones, kind of placed them back to back, peeked out the light on one of the phones mm. and snapped a photo. And she was super impressed. Um, but what really got me and inspired the actual idea was there was a couple two tables from me and this woman kept looking at me as I was doing it. Halfway through dinner I look up and they were doing the exact same thing. And in that moment I knew that I wasn't the only one with the problem. We weren't mm-hmm. the only ones the problem. Chances yeah. so are there's a ton of people with this problem. And I set forth to go ahead and start this company.
1: Great. So can you do you have a sample where you could show us what it looks like?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So this is the actual product right here. Neato. So it's really small. The idea is that it fits on if you know it fits on your phone and you uh-huh. can It works with touch, so I can touch the back of the device and then it'll power up. Now I can dim it down. I can brighten it up as much as I want to. And I can even switch between color modes. So let's say you're like, I don't really like the warm tone. I like something more cooler. You can actually switch it to be more warm and more cool. And because it's detachable, you're not limited to any phone, right? You can have it on your tablet, on your computer. You can have it to
1: take
2: food photos or any macro shots and things like that.
1: Now, how far does it extend? Like if you're in a radius with someone, does it extend only so far? Or, or I guess you make it brighter if someone's is, a little further away?
2: Yeah, it is a pretty good throw. So if you're taking a picture of somebody who's a little bit further from you, what I typically will do, and I do this all the time, I end up being the photographer for all of our mm-hmm. friends when we go out. Um, but I usually will hold it up and I'll have it in one hand here and I yeah. get them nice and lit and then I hold my camera back and then I take a really good photo of them. Ooh. The good thing is it's not like a flash. With a f- traditional flash, what you're going to get is it just gives the strobe yeah. And you don't really know the result until you're done. So when you look at the photo, you go, oops, it didn't come out right. Whereas when you have a continuous light, you're able to see that light in real time and make any adjustments and then take your photo once and done.
1: That's awesome. And you, now I heard from you before the interview that you actually created more than one business. What brought you to entrepreneurship in particular?
2: You know, I think I've always sort of had a knack for just wanting to create stuff in general as the creative person. Yeah. I just didn't know that you could actually, you know, make money from being creative um, until later on in life. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to be an art, industri- industrial designer as a kid and I mm-hmm. actually was going to design cars was my real dream.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I,
2: got, I got accepted to the Academy of Art and my parents, you know, my mom at the time really couldn't afford to send me to the school. And just a lot of, you know, sort of um, family dynamics that came to play so I couldn't go to the school anymore. Um, which was a real bummer, but I still had these skills. I could design, I could draw, I taught myself out of code. Um, and I just figured, you know, the more I learned, the more I can bring that skill to us, to some company somewhere and, and do stuff for them. But in the process, as I was working with these companies, I realized, you know, I'm giving a lot of my skill sets, a lot of my talents and a lot of my you know, just intellectual property, so to speak. And there was really nothing to show for it. Like I wasn't able to walk away with it and say, this is mine or something that I yeah. have to create or have any sense of ownership. Um, so that, that really kind of inspired me. My mom was always the dreamer. She's like, you know, anything you think of, you can do. And I really embodied everything she taught me. So I was like, you know what? Let me go out there and start a company. Um, and yeah. because of that, starting that company, it gave me all the insights I need to know about lighting, about photos, about imaging. Mm-hmm. And, and when the idea presented itself in that restaurant, I was ready.
1: Wow. You know, it's interesting. Someone was recently telling me this week, they're an entrepreneur for several years, and they said they had gotten to a point where they were sitting with their boss and their boss said, hey, look, you're amazing. You do so much great work for us, but you're pretty much at the top. You've capped out. We cannot pay you anymore what you do and so he heard that and he would just like demoralize he's like well that's it I can never work harder and get any more and I yeah. think that's you know one thing that's wonderful about entrepreneurship not only do you have ownership of your intellectual property and anything you create yeah. uh there's no cap if you you know work hard and you find a way to provide for the marketplace something that they need or want or desire there, there is no cap like a, a salary paycheck that boom you're done correct mm-hmm.
2: that's absolutely true
1: yeah. So, where do you see yourself going next? Do you have any exciting inventions in the back burner? Or
2: yeah, it's funny. So with Moon, you know, it's it's sort of my first taste into building a product. It's really building a product is is very difficult. You know, it's it's one of those hardware. They say hardware is hard, mm-hmm. um, and and it's true. You know, building a, a consumer product takes a lot more than just actually building the product. But in the process, you know, one thing I've truly learned is that it's not necessarily about the idea that I come up with or the idea that anyone one of my team comes up with, it's about how we as a team come together to bring it to life. And that the yeah. skill set that I've learned is finding the right people to help you see that journey through. Um, because ultimately, yeah, I had the idea for Moon and I made the first initial design for it, but it took a lot of iteration from, you know, many people to come together to actually make it into a product. So, so I think, yeah, I, I do have the bug now. I've been bit pretty hard and I'm going to keep continuing to come up with ideas and, and products. Yeah. Um, and we already have sort of a line of what we're going to do next for Moon to just continue the brand. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah. What was the hardest pro- process of the idea to bring into reality? Was it looking just for the people, the, the talent? Was that the hardest part or were there other uh, other things along with that?
2: You know, I think so. The Interestingly, the interesting thing about, you know, team is sometimes you get really lucky. I think I was really lucky that I was just sort of either in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. But I also had sort of the, the mindset to, to see people and see beyond just when I met somebody, I was like, well, this person's talented in this. Will that really line up with what we're doing? Um, but that was one of the challenges. I think, you know, you know, the biggest challenge we probably had was just trying to just make the product. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you go from a prototype, and then from a prototype, you go from, how do I get from that little thing that kind of looks like what we want to make to actual production? Um, and fulfillment and and that whole process is long and arduous and it that's probably the biggest um the biggest thing that people take for granted in this process is you know you go when you go to a store and i'm guilty i've been to stores before you walk into like a best buy and you see oh this is a cool product Mm -hmm. and in two seconds you can just look "Ah, i wish they i wish they had or i wish they had And it's like well now i have an appreciation to know that for them to end up on that shelf the amount of work it absolutely took to get that version of the product there yeah. Um, regardless of whether I like it or not, is exceptional. So it's a it's 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 a feat, um, and I'm excited to be able to do a lot more of that.
1: Isn't that interesting? You, when, when you mentioned that right there, even me starting my business several years ago, you begin to look back and you're like, oh, all the bits. You didn't realize how how much effort it takes to make something, whatever it might be, whether right. it makes a house or a business. You look at the end product, you're like, wow, now I can appreciate it more because I can yeah. see what goes into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'd like to bring to that? Maybe someone listening, a parent or someone who might have a child with autism, what would be something, you know, to pass on as encouragement? Maybe they're struggling and feeling a little like, Oh my gosh, is it, are we ever going to get my kid up to speed here? Do you have any words of encouragement you might want to yeah. land with our audience?
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the things I think for us, you know, my wife and I, we, when we went, we went to the doctor's office and I'll never forget we were in the doctors and they'd just given us the actual um, diagnosis. You know, we knew he, was, he had autism, but we hadn't actually gotten the actual diagnosis. And when we we're, when were in the office, the doctor told us something that really just kind of didn't sit right with me, you know, and she's a great doctor, I'm sure. Um, and she was, you know, and, and has history of working with people with autism. But one of the things she said was, you need to follow a routine and a pattern. Children with autism are going to have to go through certain steps in life in order for them to, to do certain things and understand certain things. And I was just sort of like, well, that's kind of general. I don't know if that's gonna have to be our son or anyone else's son for that matter so she had said you know we asked for example she said an example is you know if you're going on a road take the same road every day do and, I'm, and yeah. that same day we literally got him in the car we turned up the volume on, the, on this on, on the stereo because we wanted him to just enjoy and listen to music with us and then we drove to a mall and we let him loose inside the mall and and the curiosity in his face and we we're like this is the stuff that you know people avoid when they have kids autism because of the noise and things and every child is different but i yeah. feel just take your child and raise them the way you know is right for them, mm-hmm. um, and don't treat them like they have autism. Autism wow. is, an, is a superpower. It's not. It's not anything that takes away from them. It actually adds to them. So I love that. Yeah, and that's one thing. And then my one thing my mom did with me that was just helpful in general was, um, you know, I, I call it the looking at yourself in the mirror and reminding yourself who the hell you are is what my mom used to tell me. And you know, put your kids in the mirror, let them look at themselves, and you give themselves words of affirmation tell themselves they're beautiful they're smart they're intelligent yeah. they're, they're, they can achieve anything they want and actually mm-hmm. really truly look at themselves and, and 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 make sure they say it enough times yeah. so at first it'll feel weird and uncomfortable mm-hmm. eventually you say it enough times you believe it and then it's actually going to be inherent in who you are so yeah. my mom did that a lot with me when i was a kid and you know we're just passing the same kind of things on you know um the kids
1: Those are such wonderful, encouraging um, thoughts and and tips for our audience. It's interesting because when I started working, I told you before the interview that I'd worked in a school for children with autism when I was in my 20s. And one thing they told us is similar to you. They gave me an ABA, you know, a behavior modification type of program to run for every single kid. And once I got there, I noticed every single kid approached things differently. Guess what? They're different people, just like everyone else. Right. And what one thing they told me to do for one kid was I noticed not good for another. So right. I just started letting the person I was being with leave me what they needed. And what, you know, I quickly got let go from there because they didn't like the fact that I wasn't staying in the box. But, you know, yeah. uh, you know, every kid, like you said, is different and they are special and have their own unique gifts and talents that um, yeah. they've been bestowed and you can help them discover it and pull it out of them. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Well, I loved having you here today, but I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can get their very own Moon Ultra. How can they do that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, so they can visit our website, moonultra.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram too, at mymoonultra. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we want to make this thing, you know, for us, the moon is about community and about us really shedding light on really great content, great creatives and messages, right? Things that are important. Um, with everything going on right now, I think it's really important for everyone to just be able to you know um, really connect and and share their story. Yeah, um, so I think I think we want to be a part of that journey for everyone. So yeah, grab a moon ultralight um, and start creating.
1: Yeah, I love that, because there's a lot of maybe not so positive content, but we're positive content, and there can be a lot more positive content. So go get your moon ultra today, so we can all put some wonderful beautifulness out there. We need more of that. I have to thank you again, Ed, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted, for our Life After COVID program. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christina. You have a great day.
1: If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to LifeUnscriptedRadio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at ChristinaLifeUnscriptedRadio.com.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?